I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! Good morning, everybody, and welcome yet again to another episode of the famous podcast, Vampire's Kiss. Uh, nope, not Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> Vampire's Piss. <laughs> good start. Good morning start. Once- yeah, you know, they're all good starts. Uh, it's morning once again. I'm Cassidy Easton, and I'm joined by another special guest. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Special guest. Hello, I'm a special guest. Uh, my name is Tom Murta. Uh, I have been a, a long friend of Cassidy's, and mm-hmm. I've been uh, following his uh, his foray into uh, for, foray in, into piss, as in- as, as we uh, <laughs> as we affectionately refer to it. No, we don't. Yes. But <laughs> it's it's the hero's journey. Yes, it cer- certainly is. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was, um. So I'd watched it uh, about an hour ago. I finished it, finished mm-hmm. uh, Vampire's Kiss, and I, I, I had the thought. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. this is a good movie. I, I don't think I could watch it fifty-two times. I, I think it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. M- more much so much less like watching it like fifty two times within the span of of one uh, calendar year, um, <laughs> but you know it's uh, props to you for taking uh, on this uh, this endeavor and props to Matt as well yeah yeah um, I it's you know I was worried this would be too easy when <laughs> I started this endeavor because. You're right. It's a good movie, and I enjoy it. Um, but lately, I've been making it so hard on myself that I'm like, okay, well now, now I'm not even sure. This is this is a challenge now. <laughs> um, uh, did you do anything special for your watch, or was this just like you know, like a normal person just watching the movie for like a second time, which is like a normal thing? Um, yeah. So I, I, I did not do anything uh, special. I, mm. I watched it. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I watched it raw. Um, on nice. A, <laughs> uh, luckily enough, raw um, watch. It's now. Uh, it was recently added to a uh, Criterion Channel's uh, <sighs> Vampires Collection. What? Which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, so oh, I, I, I'm aware of the saga with the uh, the streaming service that uh, shall not be named. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, maybe uh, maybe we should look into other avenues for uh, a sponsorship. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, the whole thing about the other streaming service was that they were the idea was they were maybe easier to get because they're a little smaller, but. Criterion. I wonder if we could swing Criterion. It is certainly like I think when I think of like Criterion, it's it's a bit of a more highbrow kind of a mm-hmm. like streaming and distribution service. But I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's they, they got Vampire's Kiss on there, so uh, 
Yeah, they got something for the for the average Joe. Yeah, yeah. Did Although you say this movie is for the average Joe. <laughs> I I don't know. That's a thing. I think the average yeah. Joe could watch it and derive uh-huh. something out of it. Uh, uh-huh. I, <laughs> I I don't know if 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 they're willing to get to the level of commitment that uh that uh you and Matt and uh the other guests on this podcast uh could contain. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, this movie does have, like, quite a few layers to it, I believe. Uh, it does. And I frankly feel like I haven't peeled enough of them back in these 25 watches. <laughs> I, fr- I frankly feel like I'm not doing enough. I um, uh, Okay, so I, I, believe, <laughs> I believe I I saw a clip. I think it was Brian Cranston um, mm-hmm. who was just, like, talking about, like, just performances in general and, like, what an audience yeah. is supposed to take out of it. And mm-hmm. he he had said that like the worst thing that could happen if for for an audience and for performers if mm-hmm. the audience just takes they take away nothing that's like the worst thing they could they could do like absolutely nothing where it's like yes. no I feel completely neutral about this you know I agree yeah that makes sense to me so I think that, that that's kind of like a testament to what Vampire's Kiss kind of uh, kind of brings to the table where there's just a, a lot packed in there it, yeah de- deceptively so i think as well it's yeah it, it, it is very much kind of like this just surface level i i, I can't even say it. it's it's kind of like the surface level is kind of like hard to to pinpoint at at, at some points i believe that if that, makes, if, that, if that makes any sense yeah, no, I see what you're saying. It, it's it's hard. It's such a confusing beast because <laughs> everyone else is being so normal, you know? Yeah. They're like really normal human beings. And then there is this cartoon character <laughs> running around in their lives being insane. <laughs> and it's just so hard to like parse any of it. I like... I, I it's it's just warped your my perception of reality for movies watching this over and over again and it's yeah I don't know I so, don't know where I was going with that no <laughs> what when you say that though I mean had have there been any other movies uh that you can name that uh uh 20 plus watches of vampire's kiss has affected I know um I know uh mm. American Psycho is probably uh one of them because there's a lot of like parallel drama between yes. uh, Peter Lowe and Patrick Bateman. But uh, is there is there anything yes. else that that you've uh, noticed? Uh, I mean, I haven't explored these avenues yet, but I I th- I'm meaning to uh, with things like uh, um, Martin and uh, the Jim Carrey vehicle once bitten. Mm. Uh, and then uh, John, who was on the show last time, pointed out this that this movie is like the Joker in many ways. Yeah, no, I I, I, I definitely so, see the, uh, the parallel there. Yeah, so I actually don't know if I have um, had thoughts about Vampire's Kiss during another movie. Uh, it I I haven't written them down, and I have definitely forgotten them by now. But I think. 
I think I'm on the like the the razor's edge of of that being a regular thought I have during normal movies. Okay, so you're you're about to like teeter over the precipice of of no return. Mm-hmm. Um, fitting I'm, enough because I'm staring I, into the abyss. Yeah, because yeah. I, I guess you are approaching like the halfway point. Uh, yeah, for, we are. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost at twenty six. It's a big number. Every, after that, every every number is going to be smaller. That is, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, uh, we're almost it, closer to the end. Twenty six itself is like a kind of unfathomable, a mm-hmm. kind of unfathomable to me. I think. Uh, just yeah, let let, let alone fifty two. That's oh my god, it's. <laughs> it's really it's a it's a herculean task that um nobody asked anyone to do <laughs> um i mean i'm sure there are fans of uh the worst idea of all time that are asking those guys to keep doing this but mm-hmm. um i don't know if they're the i don't know if they're listening no yeah i think they've t- turned turned all those uh, yeah. those comments off yeah, I you know I wouldn't blame them for not wanting to ever do this yeah. again. Yeah. Um, but, but if if you had you to know? pick like a, a uh-huh. second yearly watch, like what's se- seasons two season two of uh uh this 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 brand uh, of podcast that that you're going on? What would it be? I love this question. I uh, I had a thought. It was I think. I've had this thought with many movies, and they've all sort of escaped me. Morbius was definitely one of them. Okay. Um, there was another vampire movie that I don't remember. I think Morbius was the main one, and then uh, long ago there was some kind of... Chum Scrubber, I think, was one of the movies where I was like, this would be great to watch over and over again. Chum if Scr- anyone's seen Chum Scrubber, <laughs> it's, huh. a, it's a funny little movie about, uh, uh, I don't know, it's about like sad teens in suburban hmm. environments. Interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because um, I feel like Vampire's Kiss. Because you mentioned it, it's funny, but it's also got like uh, sad teens in Chum Scrubbers. But Vampire's Kiss, I feel like yeah. it it does like straddle a, a very thin line between like being like the, this this gonzo schlocky uh, comedy, yeah, and then being this uh, being this kind of like intense and uh, thought provoking character study on on Peter Lowe and. Uh, like just all, all these different themes in terms of like workplace culture and uh, yeah and, uh, treatment of like women and all that and yeah it, it it does straddle that line and I I think it does so in a way that a lot of movies attempt to and a lot of those other movies kind of miss the mark I think this movie kind of hits it fairly well Oh, uh, you're 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 so generous to this movie. And- <laughs> I, I guess after only two watches, I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm down. Well, with this. I think I think I'm coming from a place of anger though, because my my watch last night was, it was disrespectful to all parties involved. It was disrespectful to myself, and it was disrespectful to the movie. Yeah, um, I saw I saw that you're. Uh, frankly, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> your, your 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 most recent uh, letterbox review was just uh, uh, an angry emoticon face, which I found very <laughs> very, uh, very interesting. 
Uh, yeah, elaborate on that. What, what, what went on there? Uh, I, I was like, well, it's Halloween. Techni- I mean, technically, it's not Halloween. Mm. By the time I was watching it, it was like midnight. Uh, it was like 1230 in the, in the evening. Um, and I was like, well, you know, Halloween just ended and I'm watching this the night after Halloween or te- of Halloween technically. So I have to do something spooky. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what if I put on, uh, an alternate audio while I watch the movie? So genius <laughs> that I am, I put on a two hour compilation of Halloween screams and farting. <laughs> Wait, Halloween and screams and what? Farting. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So I put that on. It fucking sucked, man. <laughs> it was so bad. I turned the audio on Vampire's Kiss down a bit. Um, and I put on the other audio. And it was just... Uh, I was miserable in the first five minutes. What was it? <laughs> yeah. Look, this? Was it one of those videos where it was like um, uh, an hour of silence interrupted by like a funny sound, like like the Taco Bell oh. gong or like the Vine Boom sound effect? No, I wish it was. No, it was. It was the farts and screams were frequent. <laughs> um, it was maddening actually, uh, but I do think it was intended for like a try not to laugh challenge, which fucking easy. I was scowling the whole time. <laughs> scowling. I was not, I was not <laughs> amused, especially because I was like, I, I, I couldn't, I like almost switched out of this one, but I was, I refused to put any more effort into finding more farts and screams than just clicking on the first one i saw so the one that i chose (laughs) every so often yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm just trying to like go through the process of like (laughs) did you search up like on youtube fucking like halloween screams and farts like that like like yeah yes i did i went out on cognito mode though so that youtube wouldn't fuck my shit up right yeah i know um uh you know naturally yeah. Um, yeah, I just I typed in uh, Halloween screams and farts <laughs> compilation and then clicked on the longest one I saw. Wow. Uh, which had a picture of Jerma's face on it. Funnily okay, enough. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, the one I chose, it was driving me a little insane because it was it was frequent. Every sound was very frequent. Um, <laughs> right. And there was also, for whatever fucking reason, whatever juvenile put this together uh also included um a sound bite of someone yelling big chungus (laughs) (laughs) every couple minutes just like some dude would just go big chungus in my ears and i was like i hate this i hate this so much this fucking sucks (laughs) <laughs> what, what what time in the evening did, did you like start watching the movie midnight 30 okay. yeah okay. i uh yeah i'll late. i can it imagine was... that, like ha- had it been like a bit <laughs> earlier i i think mm-hmm. at least at least for me um yeah i think i probably would have gotten like a few chuckles out of like an occasional yeah big big chungus uh juxtaposed with the the antics of uh peter lowe um yeah <laughs> 
I think I think the same. I think if I had been in better spirits, or actually if I would maybe been in worse spirits, it was just I was tired. It was late. Uh-huh. I I had I had worked all day that day, and I had also as soon as I got home blasted through three movies already before yeah. watching wow. Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> so I was like tired, but I enjoyed some of the movies and I had just finished Hooptober, so it was that like feeling of accomplishment of like finishing a, a big challenge. Um and then I did this and it was kind of the perfect storm of just being like, this sucks. Why did yeah. I do this to myself? <laughs> Yeah, it's like the, the completion of Hooptober for you was, you know, you you completed the, the video game and then you discover there's mm-hmm. like a secret final boss that you have to beat in order to get like 100% completion. Uh-huh. And yeah. it turns out it's like, wow, boss. this sucks. This, this is this is busted. This, this, this is awful. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out the final boss was uh, the worst part of the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> So funnily enough, um, you mentioned <laughs> that the uh, the video had the had Jeremy's face on it. Um, yeah. In my Letterboxd review, um, I mm-hmm. for my, my this watch, oh, yeah. I, I I was basically saying that like nobody like in the late eighties or present or before could probably pull this role off as as well as as uh, Nicholas Cage had done. But now that you put Germa in my <laughs> in my brain, um, I don't know. It, <laughs> it would oh certainly God, be like dude. like a, a Germa brand kind of kind of movie, and I think it would be very different I, from what, what we see uh, in the in the the in Vampire's Kiss Prime. Um, but, I would get anything. <laughs> we get anything for him to be in this movie. Yeah, so I maybe uh, if we see some uh, like vampire themed Derma content, I, I'm I'm not uh, too too plugged into what it, what he's doing these days, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It, it could uh, could could draw some parallels between uh, oh. between uh, fu- funny streamer man and uh, funny uh, funny actor man Nicholas Cage. <laughs> I I I wonder. I should get in touch with whoever fucking made the Derma show. <laughs> Did you did you watch that? I did not know. Uh, for listeners who don't who know what Germa is, but don't know what the Germa show is, um, someone some intrepid viewer of his streams uh, edited like all of his green screen stream stuff into and and some regular stream stuff into the Truman Show. <laughs> Um, and just edited it over the entire movie. Um, and it was it's funny. The first time I ever watched The Truman Show was uh, when I watched The Germa Show. And it was li- quite literally just The Truman Show. And every, so, and every shot with Jim Carrey in it had Germa sort of copy-pasted onto, on top of him. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, very hastily too. It wasn't like they, this person. This person probably spent hours making this, but they didn't spend like weeks making this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Um. Yeah. Uh. So I want so if 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 we can get in touch with the the guy who made the Germa show, we should we should uh, try and we should try and get him to make Germa's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, we, we have the technology, not not you or I, so to speak, but uh, someone out there mm-hmm. has the technology to, like, deep fake Jerma's face onto, uh, onto oh Peter Lowe. Oh, my God. And, uh, just, that would be even better. Yeah. <laughs> that would take even more time in computer power, honestly. Oh, yeah, but yeah. But it is possible. That would. Seen. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've all seen the Jerma deep fakes of American Psycho and mm-hmm. uh, that one scene in Spider-Man with Willem Dafoe in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was thinking of Existence when... Or I was thinking of German when I watched Existence, because Willem Dafoe's in that movie. Yeah. And he's a bit younger in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just looking at him, and I was like, this guy, this is this could be what German looks like when he's older. If he was a bit yeah. more insane. Yeah. That's fair. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um so back to the to the movie at hand. Yes. Um was there a was there any moment uh, we like to sort of outline moments or things or anything at all that really stood out to us about the watch recently? Mm-hmm. Um was there anything that stood out to you? you? Got any standout moments or things or ideas? Uh, so yeah, as I mentioned, this was uh my my second viewing of of mm-hmm. this movie, and yeah, you know, I, I was kind of like picking up on on a few things uh here and there. Um, one thing that's that's immediately coming out to me uh right now, um, is the scene uh like the the lead up right before uh. Peter is about to go out to uh, meet, uh, I believe Jackie is her name, yeah. to go and like apologize for uh, for like mm-hmm. uh, standing her up at the museum. Uh, yeah, uh, and like he, it's like he's the God. I'm, I'm forgetting Jennifer Beals' name, Rachel, the vampire. Rachel, uh, yeah. It's like listen, if you've got any questions, I can answer. <laughs> yeah, any of them. encyclopedic knowledge of uh, vampires. Kiss here. Um, yeah, like I'm. There's like the lead up where you know. She she doesn't enter. She's not seen entering the building, but she comes down the stairs. Uh, the lead yep. up to that, I thought, was like very uh, very shining esque, where it's like just like the the, yeah. the the zoom like on like the staircase and like panning upwards. Uh, the the, the, the yeah. music uh, accompanying it as well. I thought that was. Um, Thought that was uh, pretty cool. Uh, there was also, I'm, I'm, I, I know this has been like a like a point of discussion on 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 the show uh, a, a bit, but the the mimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, just, the mimes. The one thing that stood out to me was like, okay, it's they're doing like some performance art, but they're doing it on like some, like in front of some random brownstone in Manhattan. Just while it's raining. Yeah, I'm like, you're not gonna do this in like more like. <laughs> populated area like go to like union square or, <laughs> yeah, or something where like kind of just like just on a random street in east village or something yeah like I thought, they're I not thought, they're not anywhere special yeah that, that was a little strange to me and i'm like okay i mean i guess just kind of like just to suspend my disbelief just to have this this uh this this the set piece here and to to draw some some theme out of it which i'm kind of uh, still Wondering what 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 the, uh, the the message was, but uh, you do you have both, any, uh... brother? <laughs> okay, I was gonna I was gonna ask like if it, is anything you can like elucidate on that, but <laughs> you know, 
uh, it's so intrinsically tied up in American Psycho that the, there's no there's no uh, expedient way for me to tell you yeah <laughs> what the message of this movie is. It has to do with vampires and repressed gay feelings, though. Mm-hmm. It, it very um, much like exists like a like a Tennessee Williams play where there's like stuff yeah. that you, you would read it in like in like a twelfth grade English class and then like uh-huh. be, be act to like identify the the themes and messages of of mm-hmm. the of the work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this one this this movie is a bit a uh, bit more difficult with that uh with that kind of task I believe. But um, yeah, yeah, th- just the, just the fact that there's, there's there's no like concrete few answers that you could you could attribute to some of the things that go on in the movie. Um, but in a way I kind of feel like that's intentional for better or for worse. Yeah. Well, I, it's interesting. You know, the longer I watch this movie, the more I'm starting to see like the cracks at the, the mm. seams, you know, mm-hmm. I'm starting, I'm like starting to see it coming apart. Um, Cause I think Nick Cage is a random element that's been thrown into this otherwise bland movie. Right. Wasn't there and like something worth like, saving? Wasn't he the, yeah. the not not the first choice? No, he wasn't. It was De- it was Dennis Quaid. Right. Okay. Yeah, and <clears throat> and I think his entire performance is his choice. He does not. He was not told to do any of the things he does, and the director I think hated him for that. Really. Um. Yeah, him and the director did not get along. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I think his choice to be weird and insane on set is like he did that despite everyone else being like normal, straight up and down. Like this is like a cookie cutter, you know, whatever. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know what the tone of this movie was supposed to be <laughs> because Nick Cage came into it and fucking made the tone his own. And it's just like I'm starting to see it's like. He doesn't, he is like a round peg in a square hole, but he's busted into the square <laughs> hole and now it's a new shape altogether. And I just don't know what the original shape was supposed to be. Right, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I definitely get the narrative. Like, this is like kind of like a, a, a hijacking of, of this, this, this movie yeah. by, by Nicolas Cage. And, you know, I think, I, I think what's, what's said about this movie mostly now is like, I would say like eighty five percent of like what's said about this movie is Nicolas Cage's performance. Um, yeah, which you know it's. I, I guess that's. I, I don't know if that was the director's, uh, probably not his intention. Um, no, but you know it's 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 kind of like as time goes on, I think it's just becoming like more and more monolithic. Where it's it's. It's kind of just Nicolas Cage's movie at this point, you know. It, it's not, um, yeah, not not uh, not Robert Bierman's movie anymore. I think it's also interesting because I can't decide. I like don't know what place this movie holds in the greater like consciousness, right? Because even in even in like things that are sort of. Um, you know, uh, celebratory of Nick Cage and his works. I, I vampires kiss doesn't even come up usually. Like hmm. it's always his other shit that is like mentioned, and vampires kiss doesn't really come up. Like like 
I've said this before, but in the unbearable weight of massive talent, they don't mention Vampire's Kiss once. Interesting. Maybe, so maybe, that, maybe that could have been like, like uh, that could have been like a maybe like a rights issue or something. Yeah, I don't know, and I'm just like, I don't feel. I feel like nobody talks about this movie but me. <laughs> 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 me and Matt, like, we're the only two motherfuckers talking about this movie. I can't, like, I don't know. I just, I find no mention of it in, you know, talks about Nicolas Cage. Um, just in general. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to see the parallel between uh, yours and then Matt's journey um, mm-hmm. watching this and, and Peter Lowe's journey throughout the film. It's a... Uh, it's 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 getting a bit uncanny. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it is interesting too because like lines are blurring. Yeah, like obviously, like everyone talks about the the meme face that Nicolas Cage makes. Uh, obviously, yeah, classic. And the biggest that is the biggest influence so far that I can I can see on the world in general. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. I think. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like nobody really like talks about like you know alva or rachel or anything like that it's, it's mm. all it's kind of just you know like i said it, it just became like a very cage centric film yeah uh, and i don't know if like uh i mean you, you do see like the scenes with like alva and her family and her brother um yeah you know where Which it's I'll, like, I'll get to him in a minute <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> You know, it, there there are scenes with them. Um, you know, not really, not really anybody else except for like Nick Cage and and Alva and yeah, it's yeah. I I think this movie's due for a reappraisal, and this show, if anything, is just a jump starting towards that. Um, what do you mean by that? Like, well, I just by by the general public. I mean, okay. I feel like I feel like nobody's watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, um, speaking of Alva's brother, yes, um, it, do you remember the scene where Dr. Glazer is on the phone with Peter Lowe and he's trying to reschedule his appointment? Yes. And I, I recall from previous episodes that you believe that, uh, her lover is supposed to be Emilio. <laughs> So I have to ask, upon watching this movie a second time, do you think that her lover is Emilio? No. Despite him being I don't. Cat- oh. <laughs> I kind of don't. I'm sorry. I think it's just another random dude that, that, that happens to be a, a Latino male. <laughs> yeah. Who has the same build as Emilio and haircut, I will add. They just... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just uh, a little bit of a enough. coincidence. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, they are played by different people, but I hold on to this be- belief vehemently until <laughs> um, until uh, the act- actor who plays Dr. Glazer can um, uh, attest to otherwise. Okay, all right. <laughs> We're going to track yeah, her down that's and uh, get her take on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, once we hit the once we hit the halfway mark, I'm gonna be contacting all kinds of famous people and being like, "Hey, <laughs> do you want to be on the show? And so, do you want to weigh in?" So you you have the the DVD of this movie, right? I do. Are there any yeah, like special features, like desk. any like commentary that you could that you'd watch that like would maybe like 
shed some light on some of these, um, these questions that we have? There's not, there's actually not much as far as I can tell. Um, the special features are, it's high definition, um, there are French and in, there's French and Spanish subtitles. I don't know if there's dubs mm. as well. I hope there is. <laughs> um, commentary with Nicolas Cage and Robert Bierman. Oh, so they actually... Photo gallery. Huh. Yeah. So they're in the same room together at one point, so maybe it wasn't that bad. Okay. Um, this is the original theater trailer. This is a TV spot. There's a tiny there's a tiny mini poster in here, which I need to get a frame for. So oh, I yeah. can put it on my wall. Yeah. That's about it, actually. That came with this um, this uh, special edition DVD. Hmm. Um, it was a little well, sad. Do you uh, do you plan on uh, on watching the movie with the commentary at some point? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm wondering yeah. if that should be like like one like the, the the final like like one of the tail end watches for you, just to like uh, yeah gain it's some additional gonna be knowledge. One of those later ones. Yeah. yeah. I um, I yeah. It's it, that's a treat. I have to I have to eat my veggies first. I have a <laughs> fucked up watch in in mine that's probably gonna be even worse than this fucking Halloween farts and screams watch. But we'll get to that another day. You your gruel before you. <laughs> <the good> stuff. <laughs> yeah. In, in regards um, to like a, a a language dub of this movie, what do you think would be uh the most enjoyable language for you? To watch it in, I mean German for sure. Okay, French, French <laughs> kiss so, or French, so I can use the title French kiss. I've thought right. of it so long. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, I actually but, um. So I, I recently uh, upgraded my my Letterboxd uh, subscription because mm-hmm. I'm a fucking shill for them. Uh, I upgraded to the patron. Great fe- company. <laughs> I upgraded to the to the patron feature, um, where. Uh, you can like change the posters for uh, I saw. movies. I'm deeply jealous. <laughs> um, and the movie, the I changed it for Vampire's Kiss to I, I can't tell what the language is, but it it is in in, in, in a language that's not English. Um, I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation now. It's a uh, embrasse moi vampire. I, don't, I it, it yeah, I think that's French. I don't know if that's French because it, it, it's. And I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's French. Moi is, is uh, me in, in French. And I sure. think embrasse is kiss. I guess or so. If you're a kiss or, uh, uh, or embrace. You that's know? fair. Okay. All right. I, then this Hold is probably French. Then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, this this movie did come out in a French-speaking country, I guess. So, to to warrant this poster. So, yeah, which is, is like it makes me it makes me hopeful that they at least did a dub, but in reality, they probably just did a sub. Um, mm. They probably did subs in all of their international releases, if there were any. This is before the time of like um, releasing every movie internationally, yeah. um, in order to you know maximize profits. Yeah. Did this movie like do anything with, in like in like any festival circuit at all, or just? You know, I haven't done quite that level of research. I, hmm. I, uh, something about it, but something about it tells me that I don't think this is a festival movie. I think this was <laughs> supposed, I think this was a money making movie. Like, you know, because there's a lot of these kinds of movies out there about guys who, normal guys 
who have an experience with a vampire that leaves them wondering if they're a vampire or they're just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this was like another uh, attempt to capitalize on that. Um, and then Nick Cage came in and did his weird like spin on it. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll have to see when I watch Martin and I watch um, uh, Once Bitten uh, if uh, if those movies came out before this movie and if they are all trying to capitalize on the same sort of genre of 80s sex comedy slash vampire movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if there's like a, maybe like a, a, a trend going towards or away from vampires kiss in, in, in some timeline that, uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the rabbit hole goes deep and I am too afraid of the dark to delve in <laughs> for sure. Um, <sighs> we, yeah, uh, we also like to observe uh, if they if Peter Lowe is um, a a vampire or not. So we like to sort of um, <laughs> we like to um, uh, try and attribute vampire powers to him because he, if he is a vampire, he's he's like the vampires from Twilight where they all have a distinct power. Mm-hmm. Um. So we like every watch to sort of see what kind of vampire power we observe from him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, and or, we observe a piece of evidence that uh, um, he is or isn't a vampire. So, for example, my, my watch this time is that his, his his vampire power is to scream and fart. <laughs> um, <laughs> and consequently... I think that is evidence that he is not a vampire because vampires don't shit. Um, okay. And he clearly does. All right. That's the so, thing. It's like, there are like so many different interpretations of what a vampire is and could be. Yeah. In, in every like piece of folklore mm-hmm. or piece of fiction. So it's, yeah, it, it is kind of hard to pinpoint like, like what exactly like definitively if he could or could not be. Um, Cause I, I was watching it. Um, not like mm-hmm. through the whole time I was thinking, yeah, I, I I don't think he's a vampire. I, I I just think you know he's having like blood loss induced hallucinations of uh of mm-hmm. of combine that with this his probably already fragile mental state from like yeah. having like been seeing a psychiatrist for who knows how long. Um, yeah, and ignoring but, her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then always the 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 fucking like the the one hole in that theory is when he when he puts the gun in his mouth and. Fire fires the blank, which even though it's a blank, should probably hurt mm-hmm. a lot, and he's yeah. seemingly unaffected. Um, I don't know how blanks worked in the eighties, but um, like like many things in the eighties, probably not good for you. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I earlier before my watch, I was thinking, okay, maybe he could be like like some kind of like thin blood almost yeah like, a la, like vampire of the masquerade a bit where you know he's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's not like he's the vampire power in him is like so diluted from having been passed on from so many different generations of vampire where he's just kind of he can like he can walk in the sun and not disintegrate he can yeah uh just be kind of like this, this vampire chud person that is uh, <laughs> 
He could be a, a damn peer. He could be. He could kind of be yeah. like, a, like like a daywalker, like Blade. Um, or yeah, or like Vampire Hunter D. That's true too. That's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I. <laughs> mm. I think. Yeah. It's hard to say. Um. The one bit about uh about crosses uh like he he gets to the church and he just like kind of just breaks down which is a very funny scene combined with like the dramatic music sting um yeah funny enough uh there's a bit in like one of the later seasons of castlevania the the netflix adaptation where yeah I, it's like trevor belmont and and, and cypher uh discussing like how crosses actually work against vampires um and trevor kind of like debunks the theory where it's like you know you see um Vampires uh, have like like apex predator vision, so when you put like a very like long four pointed object in front of their in front of their nose, uh, it kind of just fucks with their vision a bit, and they get uncomfortable. So, huh. <laughs> I, I thought that was funny. So, that's just one yeah. anecdote I thought of that I that I kind of wanted to bring up. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I uh, I like that. I like that as an explanation because I also recently watched a vampire movie. Um, where the the way crosses worked for vampires is any two objects that get went like this uh, worked as crosses against the vampire. Mm. Um, and it didn't have to be an actual like cross; it could just be any old thing. Yeah. Um, and that movie was Dusk Till Dawn Two: Texas Blood Month. Okay. <laughs> um, a terrible movie. Um. But there was lots of instances where the people would be attacked by vampires and they would like take two like like two sticks or like a shotgun and a baton and they put them together mm-hmm. and it would become a cross and the vampire would get scared and go away. Yeah. So I think it's, um, it's, it's, so it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Do you think it has, has dreams? Do you think it has more to do with like the, the like evocation of like Christ like imagery or is it just like something inside of them just sees two objects in a cross and kind of just fucks with them? I like Trevor Belmont's uh, sort of uh, sort of read on it. Right. I think that's funny. Yeah. It's just just like a four pointed object. It really, really, it's like cats and cucumbers. You know, they like <laughs> it really sets them off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, back in the day they used to like uh, crucify people for believing they're vampires, much like. Yeah, maybe which is at the stake. So maybe it's like a it's like a genetic sense memory thing. Yeah, it's an instinctual sort of fear. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. All right. We're we're nearing the end of our time. I think. Um. So, do you have any final thoughts about this uh, this wonderful movie? (laughs) So, final thoughts. I think. Um. You know. Despite. Uh. Like. You know. A, a film supposed supposed to be be being like this, you know, a group effort and all that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say Nick Cage carries this movie because everyone is is giving like a very good performance all about, and you know, it's, yeah, it's, this movie is very well technically well made and all that. Um, mm-hmm. It's just the fact that like he just comes in and just brings just a wildly I don't want to say different, but it's just like some sort of energy mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Either it, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know if it adds to what the movie could have been with uh, with Quaid, but um, 
it's I, I, I am definitely viewing it now where it is just, it is very much a Nicolas Cage movie, not like a Robert Bierman movie or mm. what have you. Yeah. Um, to, and, and to that point, you know, it's like kind of, I think almost all Nicolas Cage movies that he has like a, a high billing in kind of are referred to as Nicolas Cage movies at this point. Um, oh, absolutely. It's basically a genre at this, at this point. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a weird, like spin <clears throat> on like auteur theory where it's just like yeah. one singular actor kind of, a kind of, a pulling and, uh, making like this the standout performance here, um, but I will say that you Absolutely. know like observing him like as, as someone who who likes to study acting and and, and likes to perform, I think his commitment mm-hmm. to the role is like unmatched by it's commendable by by yeah a lot of what I've seen in in like in modern and and past uh, past films. So I, I I will I will give it that it it is a very fun thing to watch and. I absolutely agree. <laughs> he he commits to the bit, and if you can't respect that, what can you respect? I know, yeah. Maybe after um, my, my next uh, 21 watches or so, we'll have a different opinion. <laughs> However long that'll take in my lifetime. Um, I I don't wish that upon anyone. This, this is a... <laughs> uh, don't try this at home, kids. Watch the movie, but... If you're gonna watch this twenty plus times, do it at your own discretion. Yeah, it is. Uh, it affects you. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say you, you, you and Matt are definitely skewing skewing the average uh, towards the higher end with uh, like how many how many like how many vampires kiss watches an, an average person will have in their lifetime. Oh yeah, Cassidy we and Matt are counted. the outliers. Yeah, we shouldn't be counted yeah. in any census at this point. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, let's now get into one of the wrap up segments of the show where, uh, we recommend, uh, you know, any, any old thing for you viewers at home okay. to check out that is not Vampire's Kiss. Okay. Uh, it can be anything. It can be a movie. It can be a play. It can be a hmm. video game. It can be an album. It can be a comic. Uh-huh. Uh, could be a book. I think I've run out of media. <laughs> um, could be a, a radio drama. I don't know. I don't. I don't have any radio yeah, dramas to yeah. recommend, unfortunately. Uh, could be a podcast. That you know. That's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I can go first if you need a little bit of time. Sure, I will take some time to think about it. Um. Yeah. Look, give me a second here. Okay. Uh. So. I recommend this time the indie hits. Uh, they're like indie horror movies uh, called Terrifier and Terrifier 2. Mm. Um, they are both extremely low budget movies made by um, like practical makeup effect people in the horror movie world. Terrifier 1 is just about like this guy named Art the Clown going and killing people and the main characters are pretty much nothing people who get just brutally murdered in very graphic and gory ways. Um, the first movie was made for 100k. Um, very low budget um, and garnered a pretty like big response from people. Uh, and this year Terrifier 2 came out after some kickstarting. Uh, with a budget of twenty five or two hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars, less movie than 
John Carpenter had to make Halloween or less money. It's early. Um, <laughs> less money than John Carpenter had to make Halloween. Um, so uh, the it, and it doesn't show. The movie is really really good and is extremely gory um, and has like lots of humor, cool characters, characters you care about, um, a, a cool 80s vibe. It's like it's really good. Uh, I highly recommend it. Terrifier 2. Um, watch the first one, but don't watch either of them if you're squeamish because this movie is made by horror freaks who are in the makeup industry and they really have fun with all the disgusting and vile gore that a clown can inflict on people. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's uh, that's my recommend. Uh, Tom, you got anything for us? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I've settled. Um, I was trying to like find something that kind of relates to Vampire's Kiss in a way. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of, <laughs> after our discussion... I've I'm long kind of given just, up on that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of just wondering like what, what I could tie in. But um, I'm going to go with another uh, 80s film. Uh, mm. uh, it came out four years before. It's um, one of my favorites. It's actually my, uh, one of my top four favorites on Letterboxd. Uh, it's uh, nice. Repo Man by, by Alex Cox. Ooh. Uh, it's... Um, it's 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 definitely another cult classic, I believe. Um, uh, it's, it's a good one. Yeah, it follows um, a young uh, Emilio Estevez and uh, a younger uh, at the time uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Um, they are uh, Emilio Estevez uh, gets hired as a uh, a car repo man um, and gets into some crazy stuff, including uh, the FBI and aliens and uh, strange. Um, supernatural radioactive car that um, yeah. is pretty, pretty prevalent throughout the movie. Um, it is not on Criterion Channel, but it, it is uh, in the Criterion Collection. And if mm-hmm. you're able to get a hands on your hands on um, a Criterion copy, the, the cover uh, for the uh, DVD box set is um, very good. Uh, it's, got, it's like a it's, it's, it's like the side profile of a skull. Uh, with uh, oh, a, yeah. a mohawk and like the mohawk yeah. is like in the style of like the, a green grid of like Los Angeles County. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, if you, if yeah. you want like another like uh, fun, like gonzo uh, film on the other coast uh, of the United States yeah. uh, in the eighties, I'd highly recommend mm-hmm. uh, repo man. It is uh very, very like uh, irreverently funny. Um, <laughs> it's, it's got some like very good, like one liner is that they're just, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's very punk rock. It, yeah. They're very it. punk rock. That is a huge part of this movie. It's very, it's very like yeah. prevalent, like, uh, the, the punk scene at the time. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at your review on the letterbox. You called it the, the chud of LA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Looking back on it, I don't know why I called it that because (laughs) it's not really similar to Chud in any way. I haven't seen Chud. I think I just recent. I think I just recently seen Chud, and I was just thinking about the movie. Mm. Uh, That's a that's a shadow recommend for me. Chud, it's fun. It's on (laughs) two. I mean, it's on a streaming site that hasn't sponsored us yet. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 
Uh, all right. Well, that's a great fucking recommend. I, I everyone should go watch that. Yeah. Um, uh, now it's plug time. Uh, Tom, do you have any, uh, do you have anything you want to plug at, at this, the end of our show? Uh, yeah. So I think, I mean, <laughs> yes and no. Uh, I, I, I'm on, uh, most social, most socials as, um, at Mert Locker. Uh, it's like Hurt Locker, <laughs> but with an M, uh, one word. Uh, so good. It's <laughs> my last name. I'm ever jealous of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I probably won't follow you on like Twitter or Instagram if you just had to follow me on there. But Letterboxd, uh, mm. yeah, maybe. You'll see. We'll see. Hell yeah. Um, I don't got anything really going on right now that I'm like working on. Um, mm. um, I'll, but but I'll, I'll lie and I'll say that it's all under NDA. Because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very uh, hardworking and famous, as, as everyone knows. Um, yes. But, well known. Prolific actor. Yeah. Uh, don't sleep on me. I'm up next. Hell yeah. <laughs> Seconded. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, go follow us on, uh, go follow the podcast on Twitter uh, at GameRealPod. Uh, I should make an Instagram. We should, we should have an Instagram. That'd I just don't fun. know what I would post on there. Um, follow me on Letterboxd, Paneranoid, P-A-N-E-R-A. <laughs> That's a good name, too. It's I, yeah, I, I, it's one that has endured like almost a decade at this point because I yeah. think I came up with it when I was like seventeen. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, follow us on those things. Um, and yeah, that's the show. Uh, thank. <laughs> oh god. <coughs> oh god, the movie's getting to me. It's dying. Um, <laughs> thank you for. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Tom. Uh, yeah. Lovely to have you on the show. Thank you so much for um, having me. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have uh, been a little footnote in your uh, your hero's journey here. Yeah. Yes. If you if you ever want to come back on the show, please let me know. Um, you're sure. more than welcome. Just know you will need to watch the movie again. Yeah, I, ha- I have an idea for if I am coming back um, for a little funny yeah. idea that I might that I might yes. uh, pull. But we'll see. We'll see. Hell yeah. I, I love to hear this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I've been Cassidy. And and uh, my, my co-host. Oh, you, 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 were sign- you were signaling me to, to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> Right, it's uh, okay. You're, you're, not, you're not on the show as much as, as me and Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've, I've been Tom. Then, that's been Cassidy. Uh, thanks for listening everybody good night (laughs) dream of me my angel 